Do you wanna play a game? Do you like scary movies? Do you wanna eat some brains? Is your chainsaw arm groovy? How bloodthirsty could a talking plant be? Eat your liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Come play with us forever, cause down here we all float. I never drink wine, so you're gonna need a bigger boat. Or a throat to choke, whether you're in the prim or dairy. Got red rum where your blood from, put your dead son in the cemetery. It's him or carry, be very afraid. You'll be our number one fan and get carried away. All working, no play, you know it always means you're in trouble, son. I came to chew gum and kick ass and I'm all out of bubble gum. What if Quint killed Jaws' his father? What if the Bob's body was marijuana? What if the leprechaun got a job as a bank guard? What if the wolfman had a cowbell instead of Every dogs? Every scary movie made since Oscar Wilde was writing letters Had canon to watch them all and tell you how to make them better So put your earbuds in and forget what you're planning It's time to take our heads and shoot them out of a cannon 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 Welcome to Head Cannon. Tonight we have a very special episode. A darling of Twitter, uh, a, a staple of the Twitter comedy community. Tasia, how are you doing this evening? I'm great, but I don't know if people will call me a darling. They probably <laughs> say the chaotic bitch from Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> whatever whatever crown it is you wear, it's you 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 wear it proud. <laughs> the serial killer of joke Twitter. <laughs> yeah, when it's and you when we had you on, we were just talking about how you were one of our first guests, and the episode you were on was so much fun because you chose the uh, to compare all of the it live film adaptation. So that's the 1990 miniseries and the uh, you know the two movies they did recently. And so it was a lot of fun. It was a great conversation, but I feel like it was a lot more work than, than this movie was. It was like, it felt light and breezy and comedic. And I was like, Oh, this is so much less than we watched for the last episode. <laughs> well, and also I got a full-time job now, so I can't just play around watching movies all day. It was easier when I was searching for a job after finished my thesis. Now I'm like, uh, even watching this movie, I was like, Oh, I gotta remember to watch this. I gotta remember to watch this. <laughs> yeah, well, it was a lot of fun. It was a. Uh, I I enjoyed the movie. I had not seen it, and oh, I was gonna say something else about uh, about the previous episode we did. Oh, it was that was a really fun episode because you you're a writer, right? And uh, yeah. and you're an expert in what was it like specifically Stephen King and Lovecraft, right? Yeah, dark literature. Um, I pretty much started with uh mary shelley and went on from there although there are some dark literature before shelley she's like the mother of science fiction and really this horror blend of science fiction and horror so i started really with her well in the movie uh the movie you chose for uh for this week this is a uh it's a newer movie just came out last year and I had not seen it, uh, Werewolves Within. It's a right. 20, 2021 movie. And I think you chose it because, do you know the uh, the director, or you at least you follow him on Twitter, Josh, Josh Rubin? Yeah, so I know he's a comedian, and um, he seems very nice. So I figured he 
I saw him promote this movie a few months ago, and it probably actually was a year ago, but it's COVID time. I don't know what day is what anymore. And I was just like, well, I could do King, which is very easy, or I can force myself to do something new, and we can also support, uh, well, I guess he's not small, but a different director who's (laughs) not, like, worth billions of dollars. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't think he has a Wikipedia page yet, so he's still... You know, I think I think you. I don't know if you can be a be a big time director until you get a Wikipedia page. So, <laughs> okay, well, someone who's listening to this create a Wikipedia page because he's not allowed to create it himself. So, so someone create it for him. Yeah, somebody should do that. He kind of he kind of got kind of famous for I think early on his like internet sketches maybe for like college humor. Yeah, was the was the site? I think yeah. I, I I don't think those people get enough credit. Well, I mean, he had a nerd movie that he wrote and produced called Scare Me that came out, and it won, I'm pretty sure, at, I don't know, one of those um, film festivals. But, yeah, so I'm surprised he doesn't have a Wikipedia page. That's kind of weird. Or that no one has made one for him. Right. Yeah. I guess, does he have a page for, what is it, like, what are you worth? Because I really think that's all that matters. What are you worth? Dot com. That's when you made it as a celebrity. <laughs> a, I'm not familiar with that page. Yeah. That and Wikifeet. <laughs> what is yeah. Wikifeet? Is that what you said? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's when you've really made it. <laughs> I tried to. So I wanted to paint my walls and then paint it back this color. I took off a piece of the paint and took it to Home Depot, hoping they can match it. And they said. Oh no, honey, that's just called old. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, so there's no way of making this color. And they're like, no. What? Like, Man, we don't have cigarette stained paint. <laughs> right. We're not allowed to use that anymore. Explain. They don't have. Did they find? Did you find something similar? No, I just left it, and I was just covering it all my paint my paintings and artwork. Um, but I did use contact paper in the kitchen, so the kitchen has contact paper and i'm just hoping when i rip it down it does not rip the paint yeah <laughs> well i hope so i hope i hope that that works out yeah. oh man that's the worst I, like i've or or when you paint a new room and you have that you know you tape up the baseboards and the ceiling and everything it's always the worst when you're peeling the tape off and some of the paint comes with it you know and you're like mother fuck <laughs> um my I have to find paint to match my front door now because you know the little things you put on the door to keep the wind out from the bottom. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna call it a wind blocker. Yeah. I work it's in the shopping blocker. department. I should really know what stuff is called. But <laughs> um, yeah, so I ripped it off um, last summer, thinking like, oh, winter's over, and now my apartment's getting too hot. Nope, it just started ripping all the paint off the door. I was like. I just watched it like split up and I was just like, what What is this apartment? I live in a, like, I, I'm not complaining because I pay really low rent. I have a roof over my head, but there are so many things that are just like questionable about this apartment. (laughs) And I'm just like, I can't believe that this is legal. (laughs) They get away with so much stuff and it's questionable. Oh yeah, I got I got scared for a second that like you were like unpeeling the paint and you're just like a spaceship wall <laughs> and just, like, in a simulation apartment. <laughs> for, for this whole time. Right. 
It would make so much sense because this place is cold at all times. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like a bunch of like like metal sand particles like form the shape of a face, you know, and it's like, hello, Tasia, where would you like to travel? (laughs) Oh, so you're in charge of it. Nice. That makes the apartment a little better. I mean, yeah, it makes $600 a lot cheap or way cheaper for this place. (laughs) No doubt. Yeah. I mean, we had, uh, I know, Brent, I know I've told you before, Tasia, I don't know, I don't know if I've mentioned this to you, but we have a bunch of chickens and ducks in our backyard that we, uh, we got most of them, like, last summer was really, like, we got all these birds and we were, like, put them back there and got it, you know, chicken coops and duck huts and all that. But last week, I had to, uh, I had to, like, clean up a, a murdered chicken, like, oh, yeah, I think, we think a hawk must have like swooped down and attacked this chicken and uh it was like in a blind spot where we don't have cameras on our house Mm -hmm. it was like in the corner but apparently i didn't i didn't watch the video but apparently my wife she was like you can't see anything because it's in the blind spot (laughs) but like it happens right here (laughs) yeah but but i guess you can hear it like the chicken's like but so i Anything that's like really gross or really nasty, like I I clean that up. That's my job, right? So I had to clean up this like half mangled chicken, and uh, it was fucked, dude. It was it was there were feathers all over the place. Like it was a bad it was a bad scene. <laughs> like I feel I feel like the hawk would have taken it though. You know, yeah. That's, that's I think it was one of your fucking chickens, man. I think I you should think it's coyote. You should put them all on trial. <laughs> <laughs> some of the chickens are the jury and you surely can single out like one more violent looking ones right right and you can put them on trial yeah the one It'd there's, be adorable there's one chicken with like tattoos and a nose ring you know yeah <laughs> he's the gang leader yeah it's on like the chicken wire like it's a prison yard all the time it's like doing doing chin-ups well yeah, you have a yeah. rooster because then it's definitely the rooster no, we have all all females, all female birds, no male birds. So that's part. See that. So that's part of the. So the for one uh, piece of evidence that led us to believe it was a hawk is that we you don't see the predator on camera anywhere. So you we don't we don't see him like coming through a fence or anything. So it makes the most sense that the attack came from above, and the amount of bird that was missing. Seems like maybe the perfect amount for about a hawk-sized stomach, right? Okay. Like I feel like a coyote Gross. would have would have eaten more bird, <laughs> but uh, was there still a head? That's where it looks like. That's where it started, <laughs> and like worked its way down. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Weird. That's like a snake eating its own tail, kind of. It's like a bird. It's eating a bird head. Right, like or 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 Ouroboros or whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah, so That's great. which it's yeah, man. I I fucking I hate I hate dealing with dead animals. Like you know, picking this chicken up by its little feet. I don't know. It's that's why you live in an apartment and you call someone to deal with it. Yeah. He lives. He has a farm though. <laughs> why do you have a farm? <laughs> the worst decision I ever made was to buy a glue trap for a mouse. Mm. Those like, are that, sh- that shouldn't even be legal. They shouldn't be allowed to even sell those things. Yeah, I thought it'd be humane. It ended up being like far worse. 
I had like the worst time. It was so hard to get the thing off of that thing. It was like face <laughs> in the goo. This, yeah. This, this is the worst conversation. I, <laughs> you know, I, so I've dealt with a couple mice on mouse traps before. And my, I was like, what's, the pan into the pan? what's that? The trap was set, it comes the net. One more time. Oh, sure. Did you um, hit the man into the pan? And then the trap was set. Here comes the net. <laughs> yeah, and it drops down. <laughs> yeah, just like the board game, mousetrap. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the funny thing is that there's like natural ways to repel a mouse that probably yeah. would have worked better, which is like putting tea bags in your doorway. Oh, that's like some voodoo shit. <laughs> yes, I am working on getting to curse you too. I mean. It wouldn't be a surprise to anyone that I am working on a curse by getting you guys to put tea bags in your door. <laughs> it's like a vampire. Now you're allowed in. Right. And then like that li- like that liquid metal powder alien face is like, this house is now controlled by Tasia. I'm like, no. So, I'll remember that um, tea bag thing, though. Serious for real. Like, that is a good idea if that works. Yeah, I would just start... Yeah, I would just start doing it now as long as you don't have a animal that will eat it, like a cat or a dog. Just keep um, tea bags around. I, I spray my floors. I don't have pets. I used to have a fish. That was the most motherly parent thing I could have. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I spray my floors right now with walnut um, oil, and that keeps bugs out. So walnut and cedar oil. I don't I don't deal with stuff. <laughs> Okay. Walk outside my door. Yes, there's a bunch of ants. There's a raccoon right now who's playing with my security camera and, and it like keeps going off. And I'm like, "What is this?" And I'm like, "It's the raccoon." <laughs> we had, we had we, one of the actually the first apartment I lived in with my wife. We had oh, this raccoon that kept getting into our trash can. So we were like, "Okay." So we bought a better trash can with like a, a tighter lid, and it just opened that up like didn't care at all. So we got one, we got another trash can that had like the, uh, it has the lid and then the handles fold up over the lid, like kind of lock it in place, right? Right. The raccoon, he just took the handles off and got, like he didn't care, <laughs> you know. Damn you, <laughs> just like, you stupid humans, I'm smarter than you, I can get into this garbage can. Yeah, yeah, he didn't care at all. So we, so we would go out in the morning and like trash would be all over our driveway and I was like, God damn it. So then... We started like bungee cording it, bungee cording the handles together. And I remember there was one night I heard a noise and I was like, that fucking raccoon is out there. So I go, we had like a sliding glass door to the outside, right where we kept our trash cans. And I like, I threw the blinds open and turned the light on and banged on the window. And I was like, hey, raccoon, get the fuck out of here. And he just like, he was eating something out of the trash can. I swear to God, he like calmly looked up at me. And he didn't flip me off, but I felt like he basically flipped me off and went back to eating what he was eating. And I was like, he just ignored you. Yeah, just like I was like, fuck you, raccoon. Like, and of course, like I'm not gonna go out there and fight a raccoon. So you know, I was like, I was like, you, you're right, raccoon. I have no leverage here. I'm not gonna do anything. Like, <laughs> so they're very vicious. And when I moved. Here, 
my dad was helping me move into this apartment and that's when I found out that there's raccoons in this area and he was we were carrying a bunch of stuff to the garbage uh the dumpster and I see a raccoon pop up out the dumpster and run um run so I scream and I love my dad who has no clue what's going on and so he's freaking out like why is she screaming and running and he's running after me my mom comes out of the apartment and it's like what are you two doing? And I'm like, there's a raccoon. And my dad is like, I don't know. She just started screaming. <laughs> so that's how most of my neighbors met me. <laughs> that's good. Just let them know off the bat, you know. <laughs> and to this day, I always just say my dad left me to be attacked by a raccoon when I left him. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. That would be me, too. Whenever someone, like, kind of freaks out. I'm so like jumpy. Yeah, I'll flip it too. That's good. That's how you. That's how you survive. I think that's, that's how you survive. Right. That's like the 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 evolution of dinosaurs and the birds. I think that's why birds are such a such a successful branch of evolution. Because right. Because if there's any threat at all, birds are like fuck this. We're out. Like they just fly off. You know. Well, I always tell people that if there's a murderer chasing us, I'm tripping you, and then I'm running to safety. So <laughs> there's no point of us both dying. And truth be told, you're going to get tired eventually. So let me just trip you. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. What's what's there's a an old saying like you don't have to be faster than than the predator or whatever. You just have to be faster than the slowest prey. Right. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And I'm probably not faster than most of my friends, but I'm going to trip them so that I am. Right. Yeah, you can at least get one person. Man, I wish we could fly. That'd be so cool. I mean, right? I'll trip you in the air, too. I will trip you. I will figure out a way. Right. Just crash them. It's almost like Wile E. Coyote and the Roadrunner, right? Like you paint, you paint a a, a train tunnel yeah, okay. on the side of a mountain, and then you just yeah. slam right into it. Geese are coming back. I mean, did they ever leave? <laughs> where, where are you at, Tasia? Where do you live? Michigan. You got okay. That's what they got. Okay, they they were there and they're coming back. They Those never left horrible. this year. They've been just walking around. It's like the squirrels. They just walk around all year. There's no hibernation anymore. Right. <laughs> right, like they own the place. <laughs> they own the 
they stay back. So I live by a marsh and they just walk up and down the marsh and sometimes they'll just mess with you. They know that you're afraid of them. So you'll walk down the street and you'll just see them cross very slowly like, hey, what you up to? So then you try to like walk away and then it's like you can hear them laugh at you. I swear to God, they laugh. And my friends tell me I'm crazy. And I was like, you don't know. You're a city girl. You've never dealt with geese like this. They know that they're fucking with you. They're like, yeah, run. That's the thing. You could be the most like empathetic, wonderful animal lover in the world. But if you live in a part of this country that has fucking geese, you want those things to all die. You could be like a vegan like you work at a vet you put you help like get animals boarded and you pet them to sleep like no, <laughs> you hate geese dude i like i saw a video last week of a yeah. dude who it looks like he just got off the dock into a fishing boat and it's him and his dog and it looks like an older dog he's just like sitting there being a good boy you know and this right. this goose jumps out of the water and starts like biting the dog's ass right so the guy who's filming he grabs the goose by the throat and like throws him back in the water and the goose immediately turns around jumps back in the boat and starts nipping at this guy's dog and he does this like seven times where he just like grabs the goose by the throat (laughs) throws him in the water and the goose keeps coming back i was like yeah i was like i would just fucking like swing that goose over my head at that point like and, you know, so eventually he, like, guns the motor, and he's, like, speeding away from the dock, and he holds the camera back, and this goose is, like, flying after them, like, like, come back here, motherfuckers! I'm not done with you, you know? Like, fucking... I want you to choke me! Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's, maybe it was, like, an erotic asphyxiation thing, the... The goose was into it. <laughs> yeah, dude, I saw one. It was last winter. I saw a goose was in the parking lot at the school I work at, and this dude was backing up, and the goose, like, stood its ground and was, like, honking at the car, and the dude's, like, backing up, and it just, it's not, and the goose is not backing up. Right. <laughs> it's, like, letting it happen. They're so weird. Yeah. <laughs> We're on their land. Remember that. It's not the other way around. <laughs> right, yeah. Go- geese don't give a fuck. Alright, well, so anyway, so this movie, so Werewolves Within... It's I so, forgot that's what we were supposed to be talking about. Hell yeah, it's I'm fine. It's fine. No, we, we welcome, we welcome uh, sidebars and diversions. But so what did you, Brent, I, had you seen this movie before? Well, I, I got distracted in my story about the carpet, and um, I didn't get to watch it. But, I, but in lieu of that, I did look at all, everything I could, like on YouTube, all the other stuff. Um... I like that it's it's based on a pandemic game that got super popular. Yeah. Right. The game of, of werewolf. Uh, so um, either it's either a spinoff of or originated of these types of games. But uh, another type is called Among Us. is very popular. Mm-hmm. It's where you have a group of friends, and um, with Among Us, it's like an actual video game. Um, you you try to guess who the murder like like who's murdering everybody. Yeah. Right. In, in werewolf, it's the same thing. One of you, one of your friends, are a werewolf. There is a there is like a video game version of it, but the one that I I played with my wife was we just got on um, Zoom with with like a group of friends, and 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 then you also have your phone, and the phone is what loads the game up, and then you guys chat over Zoom over who you think the the murderer is. 
it, okay. it's like super fun. That, you get yeah, to like sort of like and I think play I, dumb. I have a uh, I have a card game version where there's like it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, you have to you have to like figure out who the werewolves are, and there are all kinds of different classes of whatever animal or version person you could be. So. I mean, it's Mafia. Among Among Us was just Mafia on the computer, but I actually played the Werewolves Within game. I want to say it was on Steam for free, or it was on somewhere for free, and it was not great. Um, <laughs> the movie's better than the game. Is it the game where you're sitting like around a campfire or something? I think I saw something about that. Yeah, it was... Okay, I it came out in like... 2014 2015 but it looks like it came out in 1999 so it's very bad graphic it looks looks like the original gta (laughs) um i heard that you can actually play it and on on the uh vr like the playstation that's what i saw yeah it looked cool like that that was a good idea so i wonder if it will look better on that but it did not look great on my computer so Huh. Um, but yeah, it's I I love mafia growing up, so it, I kind of get that that feel of mafia. Uh-huh. Although in this case, everyone was the killer. So <laughs> yeah, that's yeah yeah. Well, I feel like there are a lot of of those types of card games, which are they're all basically the same thing. Like whether it's werewolf themed or it's like whatever. It's like who you're trying to figure out who's the murderer, who's this, who's that, and it's these like large cards. Clue, yeah, yeah, exactly. My favorite movie to this day, Clue the movie. <laughs> and if anyone ever tries to tell me it's not the greatest movie in the world, I tell them they're wrong because it is. It's a good movie. You know, I haven't. Seen, I should watch that again. It's been a long time since I've seen it, but I, I remember yeah, really communism enjoying it. Communism is a red herring. What's that? Communism is a red herring. <laughs> I do. I remember that line. Yes. <laughs> um, That's the movie where the. It's like flame shooting? Is that the one? What? Sorry, Brayton. Flame shooting, burning, breathing, heaving at the top of my lungs, breathing, heaving. <laughs> and it was you, Miss Scarlet. No, yes, you, Miss Scarlet. <laughs> I can quote the entire movie. <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic. <laughs> oh, man. And it's, uh, it kind of reminded me, it reminded me of a few other things I. What was I going to say? Oh, I was thinking about Knives Out. Ryan Johnson's Knives right. Out is is a great yeah. example of like a Who's modern whodunit. You know, yeah. I, I can't wait for the sequel for, to that movie. So. Yeah, and I think there's something to be said about having fun with it and not taking it serious because at the end of the day, it could be serious, but no one really cares. <laughs> no one cares at the end. You just want to have fun and run around. I think that's why cozy mystery books are so popular over like really hardcore mystery. Um, Jenny Vakovich can crank out 30 <laughs> Stephanie Plum books and make billions of dollars off of it because people don't really care about the mystery that much. It's fun, but they just want to see you run around and be silly. <laughs> right. Which this movie has plenty of It's So, and, and, it felt like there was a lot of setup to the movie, but I feel like, like the setup is a lot of the movie, right? Because by the time by the time everyone gets to the hotel, or not the hotel, but the little you know whatever it is, the little resort or whatever, they're not there for very long, right? They're not. And there's really only one werewolf attack where the guy gets his fingers bitten off, and then and then everyone leaves the hotel. So that one 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 thing I really enjoyed was that 
you've got the guy who gets attacked at the very beginning, who's the like the innkeeper's husband, whatever his name is. Um, uh, he was the mailman. Yeah. So. Yeah, the guy who was the mailman, and then like no other than the dog, nobody really dies. Like Pete kind of gets attacked and his fingers are gone, but you're still not really sure what happens. And then everybody leaves. And I love that even at the end, one of my favorite scenes is where they go in and the one guy, uh, oh, like the the hillbilly Marcus, the mechanic guy, or the guy dating the mechanic girl, he's got like yeah. Freddy Krueger knives taped to his hand. And he's right. like, he's like, maybe you're the werewolf, but now I'm the werewolf. And the guy, the main character, Finn, he's like, is there even a werewolf? Like, we don't even know if there's actually a werewolf. And we're like most of the way through this movie. You know? <laughs> um, honestly, I'm gonna say this: I kind of wish there wasn't a werewolf. As much as, um, like, it's fun having Cecily. Is that her name? Cecily. Cecily. Yeah. Um, Cecily as a werewolf. I think it would have been kind of a better story if there wasn't one, yeah. and it was just always like we're giving into our yeah. darkness, like. Maybe she still dies some kind of way because at the end of the day, she wasn't a good person. And you could tell that from the beginning when she started going into this person does this, this one does this. I said, the person who knows everyone's business is often the evil person. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I had the same thought like toward the end of the movie. Well, when Finn, what's that actor's name? Uh, Sam Richardson. Sam Richardson. Yeah, when he gives that line, I was like, I was really, I was like, you know what? I don't even think there is a werewolf. I think it's just these people giving into their petty, like superstitions and 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 prejudices and everything against each other, and there isn't a werewolf. And I would have, I, I enjoyed the movie. It was a lot of fun, but I almost would have rather seen a version where there is not a werewolf at all. Yeah. Yeah, because I think that's kind of the point is that out of if you look at every single character, they all have darkness into in them. And the three that survive are um, Finn. Uh, what's the hermit name? Uh, I want to say it's Emerson. Yeah, Emerson, Emerson Flint. Yeah. And then there was Janine, Janine. I think. Janine, yeah. Yeah. So those are the three who survived, but they're also the three who did not give into their own anger their own jealousy their own greed they're so they're the ones who survive and i guess that's kind of allegorical of don't fall into evil you'll survive life whatever blah 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 (laughs) but i also think it's just one of those things of stop being petty about little things and they're all petty about very little things yeah 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 every yeah this whole town is like tearing itself apart and that's and to go back to Stephen King, because I know you, you know, you're a fan of King and you know, like that he does that over and over again and again in his books. Like there will be like a, a supernatural, an external evil, but really at the end of the day, what it comes down to is like this place, these people, like they've already allowed evil and like, uh, you know, these like harmful thoughts into their lives, you know? So it's like. It doesn't matter whether a werewolf shows up or not. Like, they were ready to just implode either way. And I think that's why it's called werewolves in it instead of werewolf yeah. within. And that's why I was like, I think it could have worked better without the actual werewolf. Because then it's, we're all the werewolves because we give into it. And it 
definitely would have made. I don't know. I don't know how you would kill Cecily because you will still have to get rid of her. I would assume, right. <laughs> or to, to have an impact. Right. Um. But then also, a part of me was like, this entire. What if this entire last scene is just actually Finn dying out, and he's imagining that she, like, he walked into her room, saw that she's taken over the post. Because she's a new male girl or male woman, and that makes sense that she has all his old stuff in there, whatever the husband who was murdered name is. Um, so it makes sense that his stuff is in her mail room. But I was like, what if he just imagined all of this, the werewolf, and he's actually dying at the end? Because it also would change the fact that Janine, who's kind of meek throughout the whole thing, just suddenly becomes a badass at the end and shoots a werewolf dad. (laughs) And then Emerson decided, oh my god, your speech actually worked. No one, these speeches don't work like that. (laughs) Right, no, no, you don't just yeah, flip somebody's entire being. But no, that's well, and there there was a point toward the end where I almost expected Finn to be the werewolf, like mm-hmm. like he didn't even know he was the werewolf, but then like right. he he underwent these transformations and became the werewolf. At one point, I thought that, um, but yeah, that's a good point about Cecily uh, because she, and it's it's really obvious, especially once she says it at the end that she's like this like stereotypical manic pixie girl you know and she's like women women like this don't exist you know it was all an act it was all a, a ruse so yeah i don't know what you do with that character if you go the route where there are no werewolves you know i don't i don't know i don't know if you just get rid of that character entirely or or yeah i don't know what the what the solution is there but because she is the outsider so no one really has a fight with her yeah like it makes sense that um shoot what are uh, Cheyenne Jackson's character is what's his name? Devin. Is that De- and yeah, Devin and Joaquin. Joaquin. It kind of makes sense that they want to kill them because they're the rich people coming into the town and like, oh, nature is life, and you're annoying. No one has time for you, rich people who want to open this wellness center. Right. Um, so they're also new, but they're like actually participating in the city or the town while she's always on the outside, very obviously, except for um, what's his name, who's always touching her and oh, she doesn't Pete. Yeah. 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 Well, and, and those guys, Joaquin and Devin, too, that like they have an additional stake in that they don't want to sell out to the oil baron guy. So that's like that right there is is plenty of animosity. And like, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, just like bad feelings within the townspeople. I'm actually surprised they did not tie up that that ending. Like, you don't know what happens with the oil and everything. I mean, what's his name is dead, so I guess it doesn't matter. But at the same time, I feel like if this there should have been something that'd be like, okay, well, this is proof that we're not going to do this or <laughs> I don't know. Right. It's a, yeah. Instead, they just blow up. The, they blew up the, uh, the big oil phallus with, right. with the, pro, the propane tank balls and the fire shooting into the air. <laughs> and also how come only his name's Parker, how come Parker. only Parker dies and Cecily and Finn are right there yeah. they should have been hurt too they're literally fine and i get it's a comedy 
but come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there were a few finer points where I was like, eh, okay, sure, fine. I'll give you my suspension of disbelief movie. <laughs> Do you think that Parker killed Dr. Ellis? Or do you think she committed suicide? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I don't see any reason. I think Parker killed her. I don't see any reason for her to have committed suicide. I do too. Yeah. Um, I I kind of look at it as this. Like I had this because I made a friend watch it with me too. Because otherwise, I wasn't. I don't. I didn't trust myself to actually watch it. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but I. I, me and my friend are, are in disagreement because my friend believes that she killed herself and he was like, it's fear overwhelms and it's just this fear and it's chaotic and everyone's there and she's been drinking nonstop. Um, but I said, it makes no sense because even if she has been drinking, like it, it's too long of a quietness in there before she kills herself that I feel like he took the gun, shot her. And then he takes like four minutes just to open the door after she kills herself. That's right. weird. Yeah. Well, and especially when it's revealed that he's basically a homicidal maniac after that, you know? Right. <laughs> he, he goes to his truck and he's got like a crossbow and arrows and like grenades in the back of his truck. <laughs> right. <laughs> and also, like, that part kind of was confusing. It was like, are you tracking this werewolf while you're also trying to build this pipeline like that his entire little thing i was like this makes a little this doesn't make a lot of sense and i get it it probably is not supposed to make sense but yeah i knew you would be here first of all okay we get it everyone thought finn was the werewolf but you were going to build this pipeline where you thought the werewolf was going Right. Yeah. Because we do know that the pipeline came after the wolf, werewolf. Because we, Cecily says um, they already hated each other to throw in a pipeline, and it was perfect for me. Right. Yeah. 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 That's true. Yeah. What was it that um, that Finn sees in the trailer? I saw like he's got binoculars, and there's like a rustling in some bushes, a rustling in some other bushes, and then he like looks out in the distance and there's this like crane that like shoots something. Oh no. I think that's, uh, the gen, the power lines. Is that what you're talking about? Okay. There's some power lines exploding. Uh, yeah. So they get trapped. The power lines are down and the generators are slashed by a knife. Um, and so he crawls under the porch to like check the power or the generators. And then she, he finds Janine's husband yeah so it's i will say the first 48 minutes of this movie is definitely not about the werewolf it's about the small town oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) um once the werewolf story comes into play it's pretty fast yeah it goes and that's and see i was expecting more of a mystery of these people what i was expecting was similar to other like mystery stories movies where everybody's kind of locked in a house and people keep dying one at a time. And you're trying to figure out, like, is it them? Is it them? Is it them? And so, and I, I don't know that I like it or dislike it. it. I wasn't disappointed. But it's a lot of, it's actually a lot of fun when all of these main characters start just killing each other. Because there's that, oh man, what was the shot where it's like, 
Oh, somebody died. Oh, oh, uh, I remember. Uh, the Gwen like backs her pickup truck up and accidentally runs hey, over. Marcus, hurry up already! <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. God. She accidentally runs over Marcus, and then boom, she gets shot in the head, and it's like that. Uh, uh Trisha, that Trump supporter lady, yeah. like shoots her in the head, and it's like one death after another, and it's just like all these people are killing each other. Like, oh, that's so much fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The um. The Trisha lady, okay, something I noticed in, in a thing I saw was that when they're like, okay, does anyone have guns here? <laughs> that makes sense. She's a Trump supporter. She's totally doing that thing because she pulls out the little, little gun. Yeah. And she's holding it. Remember that Remember that couple that uh, during uh, the, during the Black Lives Matter pro, uh, oh, yeah. protest? The guy had an AK and she had like the little gun. Yeah. Oh, I didn't remember that. Think about that. That's a good thing to recognize. Yeah. She was doing that pose. That makes sense. Those people are super freaking evil. Oh my God. <laughs> which actually makes even more sense that Pete, yeah. which is like kind of the pervert and sleeping with the Gwen and also trying to hit on Cecily. Yeah, trying to get with everybody. Right. He, like, it makes a little bit more sense that they might have been modeled after that uh, that lawyer and couple. Yeah. She might have been in the law, too. I forget. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. You know, so many people. <laughs> after a while, you just kind of blend them all out. <laughs> yeah. um, but it was also kind of just, if, if I live in a small town, and like the does anyone have a gun and everyone pulls out a gun? I was just like, oh my God, this is my neighborhood <laughs> where everyone has a gun but me. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, too many guns over here. Why are there so many guns? Um, I once saw, I once saw a, um, an FBI uh, um, a breakdown of like a shooting that was in a Walmart in maybe Texas, small town Texas. And it took them weeks to identify the actual shooter. Think about all the cameras in Walmart. Mm-hmm. So a gunshot goes off. And I mean, and I, I saw this and it was going between the different camera footage. Everyone has their gun drawn. Like this entire Walmart, there are so many guns in every aisle drawn. They're like, now I get to do it. And this is my time, you know? And, it, and they had to like, like decide like is everyone is everyone a werewolf is it is everyone a shooter <laughs> right who's the shooter <laughs> well you'll see this on my um so i'm in the neighborhood facebook group which really should only be about like important stuff but it it becomes oh, chaotic it's just a lot of chaos of yeah any and everything and one day someone was like got a new whatever gun and someone's like no that's tiny you need a this and i'm like what the heck is going on? And it's like 120 comments on this one Facebook post about the best gun. And I'm like, what are you guys doing with all these guns? <laughs> oh man, that's <laughs> that's wild. One well, about the uh, the the uh, obviously right wing like Trump supporting couple. I love that when we first meet them. You know, Finn is a park ranger, so the guy salutes him. And he's like, he's he says, never the left, right? You always salute with the right hand. And the guy's like, yeah, hell yeah, never the left. And he's like, no, no, I don't think, no, you didn't interpret that the way I meant it. Like, <laughs> I will say Sam Richardson 
who I, I actually like he wasn't beat but I think he's great um but for this role he was perfect for this role because so he's the only one I could think would have that comedic timing so perfectly yeah um <laughs> I can't I can't think of anyone else who could play him. There's a lot of like the rest of the cast I think could be replaced easily with other people. Um, maybe not Cecily because I think they play off of each other pretty well. But yeah, I think he was perfectly cast. Yeah, yeah. He, well, he was in a show um, with another character I really like named Tim Robin. Not character, person named Tim Robinson. Um, Tim Tim Robinson did the show I think you should leave on Netflix. I tried to watch it. It was so boring for me. I could not get past the first episode. <laughs> well, but wait, your uh, your buddy Finn, right? Finn is in an earlier version, uh, not that show, but an earlier thing called The Detroiters. Okay, it's yeah, actually very funny. You might like that one if you if you like Sam Richardson. He was he's he's a great comedic actor. He's Sam in the After Party, and I'm going to start yeah. that one tomorrow. Nice. I think I might try that too then. I'll try yeah. that too. <laughs> okay. Well, tell me what you think. Um, you it, tell me I, what you think. I will. On a podcast. <laughs> well, you know what? My job is looking for a new podcast, so maybe. <laughs> Be prepared for unemployment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. me, for me, with me as a yeah, okay. What What is your job? What do you do now? Oh, um, you I, we got one or within the past year you got a job? I got an, I had got hired here in October. So when I was last on here, it was the week before I started at Mental Floss. Um, oh, so, yes. Okay, I'm remembering this on that. Okay. And I left Mental Floss in September, and in October I started at BuzzFeed. So I'm at BuzzFeed, which absolutely love this job. It's super amazing. Sometimes it gets super busy, and then I'm like – I could just be a trophy wife. But then I remember that I don't want to get married and I would be a terrible wife. Um, so, yeah. What are you I'm, done with the fish? Are those fish even alive? Uh, they died. <laughs> but they were both five. So, like, they were past their prime. <laughs> you, kept the, you kept fish until five? Yeah. Um, good. Good for you. I know what that means. You're Brent, a good. You're actually a very good fish owner. Yeah, Brent. Brent is really into fish. He he has a big aquarium, so that's true. Oh, see, actually, I used to have a beta before, and he was. I took him from Petco because Petco was abusing him, and they were like, "He's not going to last a year." And then he lasts about four years. I was like, "You just don't know how to take care of animals." And also, I pay the fish vet. Yeah, it's a lot of money to get medicine for fish when they get bladder infections because their medicine is $75, but I'm going to pay it. You Wait, maybe you should be a trophy wife. Your fish have the best care of like any fish on the planet. When it's a person, I'm just like, okay, well... You can starve. I don't care. <laughs> have, have fun dying you in the street. You have no love for your fellow humans. <laughs> You're a fucking robot. <laughs> you are. That, you live in a spaceship, and that, that, met, that metallic dust, that's you. You look in the mirror, and it's like you're talking to yourself. <laughs> Well, that's actually not even the first time someone has said that to me, which is sad. <laughs> someone, someone once said something, like, really tragic, and I was just like, oh, that sucks. What do you want to get to eat? And they're like, hey, I was like, what? I'm supposed to 
supposed to care about someone's terrible life. It's not mine. Like, look, I can't so keep. Badass. I can't feel all the feelings for everybody. <laughs> <It's> so badass. <laughs> I mean, but I just like I love some of the story, like some of the language in this movie where the guy, somebody at some point, or maybe it was even the uh, Milana Vaintrub, the Cecily character. But somebody was like, oh, the streets are storm fucked. <laughs> and they were talking about the, how, how the streets are storm fucked. Um, and then, I thought that was um, Marcus. Was that Marcus? It sounds like a Marcus line. That does that. Yeah, I think it was Marcus. And then because later he's talking about a, he was like, uh, yeah, I don't even if they want to. What's he say? Uh, Eat our asses and fuck our skulls. I was like, Jesus Christ, man. Like. <laughs> All of his life, he was just a, a ridiculous character. Um, I, I honestly will say it did such a great job having each character be a different personality that no one really blended together. Yeah, and that is so easy to do. Uh, have like people who are so similar that you can't tell them to difference but i think if you were to pick a random line people will be like no that's definitely a pete line versus no that's definitely a marcus line or versus parker yeah yeah that's true yeah they do they are all very di- for having so many characters in the movie they're they're all very distinct yeah <laughs> well also they they almost kind of touched on like they talk about the uh native american folklore of like the wendigo right Oh, yeah, which, you know, is we have Wendigos in Michigan. I get told this all the time, that there's Wendigos around here. Um, no, I do not really believe in them, but, <laughs> I mean, why not? I've seen the episode Supernatural, so, yeah, they probably do exist. Yeah, um, yeah sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so Wendigos are big here, and I used to go to school on a reservation, and we would be told about the Wendigos, too. So, not surprising that there's probably a link between werewolves and wendigos yeah. and it makes kind of sense to me. Did you live on a reservation or? Uh, I went to CMU, which was, uh, it's in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Um, I don't mind saying this now cause I don't live there. So I don't care <laughs> if people know. Um, and yeah, the university is on a reservation. Really great. If you want to go gamble at uh, early <laughs> age because reservation, you can. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. That's interesting. Well, and, and I, it was kind of, uh, you know, just one of those confirmation bias things where like you hear about something and then you feel like you hear it everywhere. But I just finished reading uh, Pet Cemetery the other night. And Did you like it? Oh, I, I, I'd read it years and years and years and years ago. Uh, but, but my daughter wanted to read it. So I was like, well, okay, I'm going to reread it and then kind of like assess whether or not it's okay for you. Um but a, yeah. but a Wendigo is a big part of it. Like they all of like the Native American burial ground where they like bury things and they come back to life. All of that folklore revolves around like this this Wendigo that like, you know, can touch you and like uh, turn you into a cannibal. And, you know, the Wendigo is brought up like quite a few times in that novel. Um, that band. There's that band. Wendigo? Girls. Um, yeah, and you know, it's kind of funny, because I think Wendigos 
when I think about what they're supposed to look like, they might honestly look like a werewolf, but with antlers. Now okay. that I think about it, because I, I remember seeing pictures of them, and they're like, a were, like they're kind of like uh, werewolves in style where they walk on two legs and they're kind of wolfish, but I think they don't have any skin. So you just see the ribs. If I remember correctly, I'm trying to remember a painted from like 10 years ago. And then, yeah, they have antlers. I do remember they have antlers. Huh. So it's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're supposed to be terrifying. They're to keep you from wandering out at night. <laughs> That's where all these folklores come from is to keep your kids in the house. Yeah, well, we've talked about this, and Brent specifically, you've talked about uh, a folklore that you're intimately knowledgeable about with with La Llorona, right? With your wife. Yeah. yeah. Did we talk yeah. about that the last time we hung out? Yeah, we did. Oh, weird. Yeah, I guess we're just, I'm sort of like things are flashing back. <laughs> I think you might have mentioned the reservation the last time we were on. I might have. Um, yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I love living on a reservation. It was great. I mean, probably it shouldn't say really it's the same as other native reservations i think that was like a unique experience where the, the natives actually liked the university and wanted to continue a relationship with the university i remember one year we were they were talking about getting rid of the name chippewa and they were so the um natives are so upset they're like no this is part of it keep it and I actually don't know if that ever, whatever happened to that. They're still named the Chippewa, so I guess the native swan. <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah! Must have, yay! Yeah. <laughs> Must have. It's the small victories for the lovely Native American people. Yeah. Well, and this, this movie also reminded me of one of my favorite vampire movies, um, 30 Days of Night. I don't, have you guys seen that one? A long time ago, yeah. yeah. I've seen that one. Where it basically like takes place in Alaska and it's this small town where the the it's whatever time of year it is in northern Alaska where the sun sets and then it doesn't rise for like a month. So then vampires are like, Yeah, this is our month and they like they come out and just decimate this little Alaskan town and everybody in the town is stuck there. Uh so this really reminded me of a more that movie's not very com- comedic. But this reminded right. me of like a comedic werewolf version of 30 Days of Night. No. Trapped in a snowstorm. Trapped, in a yeah, trapped sense. in a snowstorm. Yeah. Well, I always tell people, you will not find myself. Um, actually, and I made this joke to my um, friend. I said, this, this movie is inaccurate because you will never find a black man willing to go to a small town in the middle of nowhere and... And he survives. Come on, I've seen every horror movie. We don't survive. (laughs) Right, yeah. It's obviously a comedy. You will never find me in the middle of nowhere, small town where I cannot get out and I am trapped. In fact, they're doing construction on one part of my town. And so you can't go out the normal way to get to the freeway. You got to take the long way. And I'm like, this is not okay. Because, again, (laughs) you see yourself. you're like, I need my escape route. I'm like, doesn't she live in Michigan? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but there's four ways out of my town. Okay. Okay. That's a small map. And you know them very well. Yeah. That's right. You are prepared. <laughs> <laughs> They're not taking me out first. <laughs> that is really funny. That is really fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
was just like, this is so not realistic. The black man survived the entire movie. Come on, guys. <laughs> and my best friend was like, you're stupid. I was like, I, have you ever seen another scary movie? That's not Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele's a different level right. where they survive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, it was, it, was, it was such a fun symmetry in this movie where you have like, at the beginning where, where he's really getting to know Cecily and they're like in that axe throwing pub, you know, and then, and then she has that scene where she's like dancing to Ace of Base, you know, and, yeah. yeah, and he like, he like gets to know her there, but then also that the movie kind of wraps up there and that's where he has, he has like the, uh, the face off with Cecily and her character ends up, you know, basically the climax, the end of the movie is where, you know, Janine ends up killing Cecily at that. Whatever, the Axe Pub, whatever it was called. I think it's an arcade. Arcade? Right. And I assume she killed the owners of the arcade because they're, she said they're on vacation, but she's a werewolf. Right. So, <laughs> so yeah. wouldn't she have killed them and then pretended, oh yeah, I'm just being nice and watching it for them and no one would question. I mean, she told everyone that the husband postman ran off with the some guy to Belize. Yeah. Um. So I always assume she killed them, but I guess they might have actually left. That's no. That's a good point. She probably did kill them. Yeah. yeah. She yeah. killed the dog. She killed the yeah. yeah. And she's like, she's like, oh, I've got all these frozen bodies out there. That'll last me till spring. Like, I like the idea that her plan is to just like hang out there and like eat on these bodies for like. The better part of a year, you know? Right. Which, I, I also was wondering, like, why would you have them kill each other now instead of picking them out one by one? Yeah. It probably would have been easier. And right. then you have fresh bodies. Like, yeah, they're frozen, but wouldn't you want fresh bodies? <laughs> right. Fresh, it's always, a fresh human is always going to be better than frozen human, right? We know this. <laughs> And then why did she leave yeah. the uh, husband, the post, the original postman? Um, like, why did you leave him under the porch? Why didn't you finish them? I don't know. I, I, I think the movie's actually really fun. I will not. I tell people. I would tell people do not watch it if you're looking for like a scary werewolf movie. Yeah. But if you're looking for something that's like light and fun, great. But there are some plot holes, and I'm just like, there's. Why didn't she eat him? She just left him there for someone to find. So when were you going to pull your trigger plan? Like, it was always, what if someone found it the second day you were there? Do you pull the trigger plan at that point, or do you wait? What if no one ever finds them? Because who's going to go through the generator? Right, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. The generators, are, are they're all fucked. Like, was it that you always knew Finn was coming, which I also was like, she's been every place Finn's been. So was she technically doing some strategic plan to get him there? That was another plot hole. I was just like, okay, I need, I need more answers. <laughs> yeah. I wonder, if I, I wonder if some, if I DM Josh Rubin, if he'll answer or he'll be like, I don't really actually know you that well. Leave me alone. <laughs> We should, if you do DM him, let us know. We 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 need to, we need these answers, Josh Rubin. <laughs> but a, a lot of these actors, I think, and we kind of touched on like, um, 
I recognize like like Sam Richardson. I he looked so familiar, and then afterwards I realized I knew him from I think you should leave. Um, and then Milana Vaintrub, the Cecily, uh, she's obviously the AT and T girl. I think she's probably the most famous person in the movie, but right. she she also got cast as Squirrel Girl in the Marvel universe. They filmed a pilot with her of the New Warriors. Uh, with her as Squirrel Girl, and then the pilot didn't get picked up. They didn't end up going forward. I was like, I have no clue what you're talking about. And I was like, I tend to know what's going on in the Marvel universe. <laughs> no, this was actually when, this was right at the point where the reins of Marvel television was being handed over to Marvel Studios for Marvel oh, television. Okay. So, so, like, during, in that interim, they had, pr- they produced a pilot called The New Warriors, and she was cast as Squirrel Girl, um, but the, the, the show was not picked up. They only filmed a pilot, uh, but she has voiced Squirrel Girl in cartoons and other stuff since then. So. Okay. Um, she was in, I'm trying to think of shows I've seen her in before. I feel like I've seen her in Silicon Valley, but I think that I'm mixing her up with someone, so don't trust me on that. <laughs> um, yeah. Is she the most famous of the movie? Maybe out of all the actors, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, she, I mean, she's she's the one that I like going in. I was like, oh, I know who she what is. What about um Joaquin, who was re- uh, really like, what's his name, Harvey Gillian? Gillian yeah, from he um from what we do he, in the shadows. Yeah, he's in that. Which again, a show I really wish I could like, but I could not get past the first episode. <laughs> Same. I was like, oh, that's a really good idea for a show. That's with the vampires, right? Yeah. Right. And what got me to it was I saw a little YouTube blurb about one of the vampires who was an energy vampire. Right. Uh, such a hilarious idea. You're just a guy who's, like, boring. And that's <laughs> and he bores people, and that's how he gets his energy. And that was such a funny thing. In that first episode, I was like, it's great. And then I got it. I was like, I got it. Yeah. I don't need to watch any see, more of this. See, I've never, I've never seen the TV show. I've only watched the movie. Which, um, so. is that what Johnny I, I was going to say, I didn't even watch the movie. I, I like asked a friend, do I need to see this movie to watch the show? And they're like, no. And then I like watched the first episode and they were just like, you have to make it to episode four. I got to put in another three episodes. <laughs> I can't do that. I have a life. <laughs> right, you're I like, no, thank you. I, I work at BuzzFeed. <laughs> <laughs> I, which, I can I can watch TV during my job, but I just could not get through that show. But um, actually, when I watched it and his character on there, my friends told me I ruined the show because I was like, um, his name literally means protector of the cross, which means he cannot be a vampire. Um, so I don't understand why they picked that name. And they're like, Tasha, can't we ever just watch something without you figuring something out in the first 10 minutes? And I was just like, I'm sorry. I didn't know that, but (laughs) names are important and, uh, you can't just name him protector of the cross, a name that means protector of the cross and think that, Oh, he could be a vampire. Right. No. (laughs) Yeah. They're typically not arbitrarily chosen names or they shouldn't be. So. (laughs) Right. <laughs> well, and, that's, and then so there was one the the Trump supporter woman, Michaela Watkins. I recognized her from a couple things, uh, the New Adventures of Old Christine, and one of my favorite comedies. They came together with Paul Rudd and Amy Poehler. Uh, I remember that. Was she the best friend? 
I think she was. Yeah, she was one yeah. of the, one of the friends. Yeah, um, that's a movie that should have ended fifteen minutes early. They like, came together. It was so good, and then the last fifteen minutes ruined it for me. <laughs> I, I man, I don't remember the the ending of it, but yeah, it was such a such a great deconstruction of the of the comedic or the yeah the comedy romance romantic comedy. That's the phrase I'm trying to think of. Yeah. The romantic comedy Rom- genre. It's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, it was great, but yeah, I think it was the last 15 minutes where I was just like, okay, this went on too much. You should have cut it off. Um, <laughs> but definitely, that was a good movie. I would say Cheyenne Jackson, um, Devin, he's uh-huh. pretty famous, probably, because he looks- he's in Call Me Cat, which is that new TV show. Um, he was a also- TV show. I didn't watch it i just know he's in it hmm. um, when you have kids there's very few things you can watch and have on <laughs> oh that makes and that's sense. one of them so we'll watch that show when it's on it's really weird huh. I, I, <laughs> sorry go ahead it, it comes on after i think hell's kitchen or something that i watch with my mother and i always look at the first five seconds and i'm like nah okay next <laughs> um he's also was in american horror story which i feel like might be why a lot of people would know him. Um, and also, like, love or hate American Horror Story, it's all over everywhere. And I think we're on, like, season 45 or whatever. Um, I stopped after season six. Um, what else was he in? He was in Sense8. Oh, really? I, oh, that's, you know what? He looked familiar. I bet that's where I know him from because I, I fucking love that show. Yeah. Um I, bet I was like, I wonder if he's the most famous. If it's not Sam Richardson, if it would be Cheyenne Jackson. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Well, and there were a couple other guys. Like, I I didn't recognize him when I was watching the show, but one of the guys, Pete, the the male Trump supporter who was always trying to cheat on his wife, he was the right. tinkerer in Spider Man Homecoming. So he was oh, like, he built yeah. all the gadgets for Michael Keaton. You know? Right. Um, and then the other guy, Glenn Fleshler, was the Emerson. Like the bearskin wearing guy out in the woods, he was in the first season of True Detective. I don't know if you've oh. seen it. It's like one of my favorite seasons of television ever, uh, and he, and he had a big role in the first season of True Detective. He was also in Boardwalk Empire. If you were if you watched that, which I didn't. If you didn't, I understand. It's <laughs> that is a show that probably is a slog, but for me, I really love. I just like stuff like that where it's criminal so i'm just like yeah I'll watch this <laughs> yeah it looks like a show i'd enjoy it's just i you know i've got I've, it, everything is you're like weighing how much time you have versus you know you're like do i have time to dive into this show right now you know well someone told me that the first episode was like the most expensive show uh first episode ever and it cost like a million dollars and i was like this show is not good enough for a million dollars <laughs> that's hilarious (laughs) nice all right well we're you know we're coming up against time here do either of you was there anything else you guys wanted to touch on before we before we jump into head cannons here um no i really like the movie i thought like i seen his other uh josh rubin's other movie scare me and i thought it was kind of like the perfect companion piece in my mind because it did have that humorous with also like a commentary underneath it um, of like 
given into your darkness, but also like environmental storyline, which I do believe exists in there. I don't think it was solved, mm-hmm. which I don't think a movie has to solve an issue, but I do think that had that underlying role, but it also had like that feminist aspect, which if you see scare me is also like kind of like the role of being the strong feminist, but also in a world where it's kind of dangerous to be a woman. Um, and that's also, or they're telling scary stories in a cabin. So actually, he might just like lonely cabinets with only three people. Um, <laughs> and Chris Reed is in Scare Me, which I, if you know who Chris Reed is, he's hilarious and he's from SNL. Chris um, Red? Is it yeah. Reed? I thought it was Red. It might be Red. I've just called him Reed. I love that guy. Yeah. At first, <laughs> at, at first, I thought you you met Christopher Reeves, and I was like, no, probably not right. him. <laughs> it might be Chris Red. Who knows? <laughs> oh. No, it's okay. I wouldn't make sure we were talking about the same person. Yeah. Yeah. So Chris Reeves, um, as, this, as the industry name. <laughs> um, um. But yeah. So I kind of, I think that's kind of just his kind of style of like having these underlying things while also being kind of silly and fun. Yeah. Yeah. Just taking them, not taking them too seriously, but yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, did you guys, you guys want to, you have a head cannon you want to jump into or I can go first. It doesn't matter to me. You can go first. It's your show. I'll go first. <laughs> well, my thought is it's very simple. It's, you know, he, so this all happens, this all goes down and then Finn, uh, he goes back home to his ex-girlfriend and he's like, Oh man, I've just been through this crazy experience. This is so terrible. Like, you know, so he walks in, um, to Charlotte, his ex-girlfriend, Charlotte, and he goes over to her apartment and she's like, uh, she's like, Oh yeah. Okay. We'll make you feel better. Just sit down on the couch or whatever. She goes in the other room. She comes back and she's like, actually, this was my plan the whole time. And she turns into a werewolf and it's, and Charlotte is actually also a werewolf. (laughs) So she sent him away yes. to possibly survive a werewolf attack. Right. So that she that he would come back and she would kill him as a werewolf? Or is he just more accepting of werewolves now? I should have thought of through this a little more. Uh maybe you know okay, here's the thing. Maybe she knew that the full moon was coming up. So she she knew that she was gonna have to transform and feed. So she sent him away so she could do her werewolf thing. And but then, haven't they been dating for seven years? I'm just putting holes into your story. I'm sorry. So maybe so maybe she's every full moon. She, yeah. she finds an excuse to send him away every full moon, and that's why they have this off again, on again, off again relationship where she's sending him away every full moon. <laughs> there are I think you're sending this lady all of the scripts and things that you write. I know, right? <laughs> just like just destroy you. <laughs> I actually do this a lot. I'm very, I people pay me to edit their stories and their papers, and I am a bitch about it, and I will make you cry. <laughs> actually, my mom, who 
is an Amazon best-selling author. You think you should thank me, mother, because of me. Um, yeah, when I edited her book, I ripped it apart, and she was crying. She was like, "You don't have to be so mean." And I was like, "Do you want to be good or do you want to be mediocre? Because if you want to be mediocre, go to someone else. But I will make you the best." <laughs> that no, that's fair. that. That's a great skill, and I like. I've written plenty of stuff. What, that talking I... to your mom, your own mom, like that? That's insane. Are you crazy? <laughs> You ain't related to me if you want to be mediocre. Okay? So get it together. Right. We demand greatness. <laughs> no, that's great. I that's man, that that's my favorite kind of critique. Like if I if I give somebody something to read, that's the critique. I don't want people to I don't want people to blow smoke up my ass, you know, like I want to know you know what I need to fix with the story. So yeah. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, what about you guys, Brent? Did you have a you have a head Corey, Corey exclusively writes about blowing smoke up people's ass. That's all of my stories. They all come it's, back. It's niche. You know, <laughs> niche. every every writer has themes that they come back to, and and mine is blowing smoke up asses. So. And mine's is usually just it's, killing it. Is, is it ironic? <laughs> is it irony that you don't want someone to then metaphorically blow smoke yeah. up your own ass? <laughs> Only literally. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry. Do you want to go next or should I? uh, I think for me, like I said, I really do think Finn died at the end. There's no, the entire werewolf scene, the fight scene, which also was like significantly like Finn just became really athletic and cool out of nowhere. Like, (laughs) yeah. I think that's all in his head as he's bleeding out on the couch and dying. Right. Um, another thing I really do believe happens in this story is that technically, um, like I know Emerson Flint is not the villain, but I feel like he's just sitting there watching it, the entire thing from his binoculars and just laughing to himself like stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. None of this is phasing him. He's fine with it. <laughs> I, I, I feel like he's the kind of person, especially how they have him at the beginning, where he would be like, not surprised, they're all dumbasses. Right. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I saw this coming. One way or another, it was going to come to this. <laughs> all right, what about you, Brent? What do you got? All right. I, I, I was reimagining the story, but um, but instead, it's playing out in Corey's backyard with his chickens just pecking <laughs> each other up. <laughs> I thought of I thought of three ways of which they could do it. The first way is, is that three chickens are are shoved into each other. It's like a and I call it a chick falcock. Okay. Instead of a turducken. Uh-huh. Where you, they wake up the next morning and that's what they find, right? But the next, the following morning, right? Um, a chicken has been pounded out and breaded. <laughs> So all the other chickens wait up to see just like a pile of chicken cutlets where Henrietta used to sleep. That sounds it's delicious. Curious. I know. Yeah. You wake up to eggs. Why not wake up to like chickens have like bread pounded out, tenderized and, and breaded right. your, your lunch. Ready to just throw them in the, throw them in the, in the pan. Yeah. Are they going to eat the chicken cutlets? Like, are the other chickens going to eat the chicken cutlets? Is this a cannibal? It's almost like you said chicken cutlets, and that's that should be what it's called. <laughs> um, <laughs> did they make it for the, the people <laughs> that live in the house? I don't know. Yeah. No, they, they're not no. cannibals. 
No, they're not even really animal farming. Like, they're helping out the evil <laughs> farmer that's killing them. <laughs> the yes, that's what you want eventually in your in your in your lifestyle. You want them to finally like cows are like putting their hooves together and milking themselves in the metal buckets. <laughs> right, they're like, let us do the work. <laughs> you set up a giant like cheese grater, and pigs are like scratching their backs, creating bacon. Like, imagine that. That just sounds amazing. Now, the third way I thought was that one chicken, the evil chicken, puts a a, a little pad of, of, of sandpaper down on the ground and then sprinkles with its claws like some chicken feed and then another chicken comes and starts to like scratch at it and scratch at it and slowly over time just erases itself down to a head <laughs> by rubbing on the sandpaper <laughs> right and it's like back to the future where it's like it's like oh god I'm disappearing doc help me <laughs> doc's like no I think you're just erasing yourself it's right. like, no Right. Stop, 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 stop scratching on the sandpaper, Marty. Chicken. But how do we know this is not actually happening? We know one chicken is missing or dead. So maybe this is a petty fight in be- between his chickens right now in which one is kill- one killed one. Maybe she stole the egg that day or she ate her feet. And now the next one is going to be like, Bitch, you have my fe- uh, feathers and your <laughs> pen, and I'm mad. So, <laughs> no. Oh man, there's a whole there's a whole drama going on in my backyard. I need to get a couple more cameras and just fil- you're just filming it. This live is, stream it. This is you could be making millions of dollars with this reality uh. TV right now. We watch so much crap, anyways. <laughs> Why can't we watch the chicken fight? The chicken drama. Man, I gotta get on this. I gotta get on my chicken drama. You could be the chicken king, like Tiger King, like like you're in the chickens. Right. And the, yeah, you have the mullet, or you can bring the mullet back. And then one one of the chickens kills itself, and I'm like, I'm never going to financially recover from this. A chicken dating show. I will never show. have all my eggs in all one basket anymore. Okay, I just need you to get a rooster and then have a chicken dating show. This is gonna be great. And. <laughs> Uh, I don't know how you're going to get rid of the chicken at the end, but did you guys see the reality TV show where the guy or the dating show where the guy's like, I don't want you. And then she falls through the floor. What? No. (laughs) Everyone is like, I don't know what it's called. I saw like the scene on Twitter and (laughs) it's like, he was like, I'm sorry. Let's call her Samantha because that's the name that popped in my head. Sorry, Samantha, you're going to go home. And she was, saying okay i under and then the floor drops out of her and she falls down and he stares shocked every all the other girls are staring shocked and only the host seems to apparently know i want something like that for your chicken where it's like a shock factor of how they're getting kicked off when the rooster doesn't pick them yeah that's awesome no i have not seen that and that sounds incredible i love it (laughs) next week's episode in honor of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness coming out, we wanted to revisit 1994's In the Mouth of Madness. So make sure to check that out before next week. And as always, you can catch us on social media, on Facebook at Danger Explosion Presents Head Cannon, on Instagram at Head Cannon Pod, on Twitter at Horror Movie Pod, And you can always follow the subreddit 
r slash horror movie pod. So Tasia, is there anything you want to plug or, or talk about before we go here? Uh, nope. I am on Twitter being an idiot most of the days. Um, at Groovy Tasia, when I'm not on Twitter being an idiot, I'm on TikTok being an idiot. So, and that's also at Groovy Tasia. So, if you ever yeah. want to see someone be crazy and stupid, that's where you go. If you ever want to know a good way to kill someone, also hit me up on Twitter. Yeah, she will mail you tea bags. <laughs> Sorry, I had to get a drink. I was like literally choking. I've had a I've had a sinus infection over the weekend. I was about to cough everywhere. See, this is actually me tricking him into laughing so hard that he kills himself from laughter. <laughs> Whoa. It's like little old, you're going to get in stereo, Corey. It's like, you're going to die soon. <laughs> no. I, have, I have this planned out. <laughs> That's awesome. Whoa, you're sadistic, Tasia. Actually, my mom blames me now because she something's wrong with her throat. And she said, it's because you made me laugh too hard. And I was like, yeah, so it's my fault that you, like, hurt your throat from laughing too hard from something I said. <laughs> so maybe this is my long con. I'm just going to uh, slowly become the serial killer that kills people for by making them laugh. <laughs> like that's, that. that's, a, what, that's a hell of a thing to put on you, though, you know? <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, I mean, my family, like, I don't think you guys realize, like, we're really close and we joke all the time. It does not bother me. <laughs> That's and awesome. my parents will say, you're kind of demented. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> I, I would really have liked to have seen, like, some video footage or have been there when your dad was running away from the wreck. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good picture. It was so funny. <laughs> okay. And you don't know how my courtyard is, so, like, I live, so it's kind of like a U, and I live at the end of the U, and so, but the parking lot is obviously over here, and then I'm back here, um, so the dumpster's at this part of the parking lot. I scream and run going towards my house in the U. He doesn't understand. He's just like, I guess I got to run too, but I don't know what's running, and he doesn't even make it to the actual apartment complex and like he's still in the parking lot at this point when my mom comes out and i left and this is even the first time i've done this to my parents there was a time where something fell in the backyard i had to be in high school at this time um and like my mom screamed i'm in the house locking up because they were leaving for the day all i did is i hear them screaming and right i locked the door and closed them out saying they will get them and not me you're like, it's everyone for themselves. <laughs> you the ran faster time. than the slowest person. That's, that's savage. That's the first time I've done it. That's I a... will do this. Oh, man. And you will do it again. <laughs> well, that's, you know what? It's the, yeah, the, it's the older, it's up to the older generation to sacrifice themselves for the younger generation. So, <laughs> so yes, I am very sorry, parents. Not that you'll probably ever listen to this, but I am sorry that I have multiple times chose myself over you guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. They would, they would want it that way. I hope, you know, yeah. Corey, Corey can isolate that soundbite into like that right there what you just said and you can use it and and, and what we'll do is we'll record like a card and open it, <laughs> as we open it up 
you'll you'll say that. Oh, my <laughs> mom hates cards. Oh, uh, and what Perfect. I think that's the better way. You, you, you Corey's going to be an accomplice. You're going to kill this woman eventually. This <laughs> <laughs> how um, you do it. Yeah, she hates cards. In one year, I sent her a card for Christmas or her birthday because her birthday is a week before Christmas, and it says, "I know you hate cards, so that's why I sent you one." <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> That's, you know, before I got together with my wife, because I did like, I didn't see the point in cards. I was I was much the same way. So I would buy a pack of like get well cards or just whatever cards were on sale, and then that would be my stack of cards for if there was a birthday or uh you know whatever Christmas cards or in it whatever the the occasion was, I would just send get well cards and just cross out. Just scratch out the words that didn't matter and just write my own words in. You know, it's like it's good. It's good enough. Who cares? And see, I'm well, have I ever told you I have an aunt and uncle, and they're like much older. They're 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 elderly almost, but they go to they go to like um like Walmart and and they all they pull their fucking guns out. They all shoot at each other. They go to the greeting card aisle and just they pick out a card for each other and then just like hand it to one another in the aisle. And then they're like, okay, and they put it back and they leave. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. It's really not, I think it's like sweet. It's, it's, it's very sweet, actually. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> that is hilarious. They're like, no, nah, we we're not paying for this. No. We're going to do it here. Cute. Yeah. Next. <laughs> it's the equivalent yeah. of just like reading a book in the bookstore <laughs> without buying it. And see, I'm the complete opposite. I love cards, and I have, like, 18 pen pals, and I send them letters and cards all day, and I think I probably only like it because my mother hates it. It just sounds like something I probably rebellious did as a teenager, and now it's a part of my personality to be a person who write letters. Right, it just I really stuck. Like, I like that. That's cool. <laughs> Yeah. I wasn't cool enough to be rebellious by like smoking cigarettes and getting drunk every day. So I just, I wrote letters and cards. Take that mother. There's mail. Come to the house. Like fuck, fuck you, mom. Merry Christmas. <laughs> There's the soundbite. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine opening a card and it just says, fuck you. Merry Christmas. Fuck you, mom. Fuck you, mom. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I, I'm sorry. This just sounds like the cards we're going to make for next Christmas. <laughs> yeah, we split I, the profit. Yeah. I get 75. You guys can split the last 25%. <laughs> that sounds great. Sounds like a deal to me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Well, I got to go feed my family. I know. I think Brent probably has to go get his kids to bed. But uh, Tasia, it's, no. been, it's been a pleasure. It's always a blast talking to you. Thank you for being on. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. And this has been <laughs> Headcanon. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>